Hi, and welcome to the Still Telling It Like It Is program. I'm Apostle Baker, Jay Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And <clears throat> I'd like for you to share this program, to share this with your friends and all of your uh, YouTube type stuff and all of the different people that you um, you interact with, whether it's Twitter or whoever it is because we have some things that will probably be a blessing to them, that will be a blessing to them, that will help them, that will help you to live the life that you're to live. We're here on Kingdom First TV. And uh, if you wanna get in touch with me, the information is there. And remember, we're getting closer and closer to our convergence, which is at the end of the month. And so I wanna welcome you to that. Uh, go on love-unity.org and you can get all the information. You can find out more about me and all the other people on Kingdom First TV. So with all of that said, I, I want to continue <coughs> on where we left off. I was actually talking about Matthew. <coughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> I was actually talking about Matthew seven and six in the Bible. And where it says this, it says uh, in the um, King James Version, it says, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. You know, it's an interesting scripture out of the uh, American Standard Version, it says, Give not which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast your pearls before swine, least happily they trample them under their feet and turn and rend you. Read more, one more, the Amplified, the Amplified PC. Do not give that which is holy, the sacred thing, to the dogs, and do not throw your pearls before the hogs, least they trample upon them with their feet and they turn tear you into pieces now it's really interesting as we look at a couple of these uh, uh at, at a couple of these words here because it's really important remember last week or last time we were together i talked about how it is that we treat ourselves and how I treat myself is really going to be how I treat others. If I do things in excellence for myself, with myself, if I do things in excellence and with integrity when no one else is looking, and that's one of the things about integrity and character, then you can assure that what I do for you will be the same thing. Uh, the fan that's going in here has my nose itching and it, it, I don't know, uh, I'm going to have to work on that to change it. I don't know what happens, but it, it, it does that. So uh, in this, in this, in this chapter, in chapter seven, remember chapter six, Matthew six, that's where we get the, the, uh, the, the part about uh, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added to you. And don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough uh, uh, things to worry about on its own. Every day is subject to that particular day. And then the Bible starts off in, in, in verse 1. I'm just going to read down for this. Judge not that you be not judged. 
For with the judgment that you judge, you shall be judged. And with the measure that you meet, it shall be measured unto you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in that brother's eye, but consider not the mote, the beam that is in your own eye? Now, this is really interesting. Or how will, uh, will you say to your brother, let me pull out the mote of your eye, uh, out of your out of your eye and behold a beam is in my own eye you hypocrite first cast out the beam out of your own eye and then and then see clearly to cast out the moat that is in your brother's eye now look at this do not give that which is holy unto dogs doesn't that seem out of place but it's not first thing of it is Neither cast your pearls before swine. Why? At least they trample uh, them under feet and turn again and rend you. Uh, and then it goes on, ask and it shall be given, seeking you shall find, knock, and all of these things. All of these different things are how to do what it is that he is saying previously. Now, uh, the, Jesus did not talk. He was not talking in chapter and in verse, okay? This was all... Uh, a, a conversation so you know let, let's let it all come together there must have been there may have been questions that people would ask and all of these things and what he is what he, what he's saying and uh what, what what is going on here when he says you hypocrite you one that uh, the word hypocrite uh um it, what it, what it's saying here is one who answers an interpreter an actor a stage player a dissembler, a pretender, a hypocrite, okay? What it is is this, don't be two-sided, don't be two-faced. We talked about before that here is one of the things that most people do not do what it is that they say they'll do. They don't even believe themselves. And why is it that they don't believe themselves? Because they know that they have been liars. They lie to themselves. They tell themselves that they're going to do certain things and they never do it. And because they never do it, what they do is they judge others and they, they judge others the same way that they judge themselves. If you halfway do something, if I halfway do something for myself, then I'm going to halfway do something for you. I have a I have a problem, and, and I want I want you to answer these questions for yourself. I want you to look into your own life. I want you to look into how these things. You see, here it is. And you know, has this ever happened to you? You want someone to do something for you with excellence. You want someone to do something for you in such a great way you don't want it mediocrity but here's the thing what you do for others what you do for others is what it, it what you what you do for others is in a mediocre fashion you don't want people to do things half-heartedly for you you want them to do things with excellence for you so therefore what it is is this uh you have to uh um <laughs> you have to realize that was uh apostle eddie playing with me on the phone any rate he loves to call when i'm in the midst of my program and i should just ignore him but i love him so much that i i don't do that but from now on i'll just ignore him i apologize to you because that i i i don't like i don't like um um 
what they call, you know, uh, all of these different doing things or whatever. I like to give my focus to, to you and you are my important focus. So I'll focus on you. Anyway, here it is. You want things done in an excellence. You do not want it where someone is talking to you, just like with this situation here, and then all of a sudden my head goes off or my mind goes off and it's on something else. You want that total focus. But are you able to give that? This is what he's saying. Uh, look at the, uh, the moat. Look at that. Look at that stock. Look at that big chaff. Look at that big thing that is in your own eye now why did he talk this way because they could understand this because they were they were farmers they were harvesters they were they this is what it was that was around them they could see the wheat they could see all of these things behind them around them they knew that harvests were coming in they were harvesters they they looked for a harvest you know this is the celebrations that were going on they have uh uh the the four feasts, the four harvests, they have all these different harvests, three um, that are mandatory and, and, and all of this. So they, they, they are this, right? And so he's saying that's in somebody else's eye and you're not even considering how it is that you treat others or how you treat yourself. I want you to check yourself, you know, let's all do that. I know I have done it. I have done something that we were called multitasking. Oh my gosh, I hate that. Because what it means is that I don't give my full attention to anything. I will give this much attention to it. When I give my full attention, my full focus, when I give my full focus to something, everything else is out of focus. Everything else is out of balance. Why is that? Because I'm giving my full focus to that. Just think about it. When you are focused on something, it's like it's 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 like keep your focus on that. And when I keep my focus on that, anything else in my peripheral vision, all of these things that may be going on around me, but my focus is on that. What are you focused on right now? What is it? What is that one thing in your life that you need to give full focus to? See, I know in my own life, there's things that I must get. There's a thing that I must give full focus to. There is uh, the ability to bring forth the prosperity, to bring forth the money, to bring forth the riches, to bring forth those things, because there are people that I desire, that I have this burning desire to help. I have these things that are in my life that I must do. I, you know, I'm glad that uh, I'm, I'm almost 80 years old. And I already told you guys, I'll be almost 80 until I'm 120 or until my kids start passing me. Anyway, but I'm glad that I'm at this age. I wouldn't change anything in my life. I really wouldn't. I thought about that. You know, I was listening to someone last night and they were saying, what would you tell your 25 year old self if you could go back and, and tell them? I tell them, you know what? I've gone through all of these things, you know, and uh, if you grow in the same way that I did, you know, uh, uh, you, you're doing well. You're doing well. I, I would not, I mean, I wouldn't even want to go back and talk to my 25-year-old self. What I want to do is increase those that are around me because everything I went through, everything I've gone through, just like everything that you've gone through, it has a purpose. 
it is supposed to have strengthened you. It is supposed to have grown you. It is supposed to be able to do something so that you can take something with it and then you can master uh, something else. I'm in a stage in my life right now where I know exactly what I want to do. I know exactly how I can do it. And then I'm encouraged because Abraham wasn't called or whatever it was until he was 70 years old or something like that. And he didn't complete what he was to do until he was a hundred or whatever age it was. But the numbers are there. I know. And so what I do, what I'm doing, and I'm telling you, I don't care how young you are. I don't care how old you are. It really has nothing to do with it. Where you are right now in life, you can go ahead, do things faster, uh, uh, quicker. You can do things more, uh, uh, a lot better than I was able to do it. Why? Because there's people such as me that are willing to pour into you because this is our life. This is my life. Okay. So as you, as you uh, look at others and as you look at things that you don't like about others, check out if these are the things that you're doing to yourself and if these are the things that you're doing to others. Remember last time we were together, I talked about uh, in the casting your pearls before swine, but I talked about the thing that many times people do not succeed in completing what it is that they're to do is because they're liars. You know every lie you have ever told. And so in your psyche, in your subconscious, in that place, you say, I, I, here it is, you tell yourself, okay, I'm not going to eat this. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to get rid of this weight or whatever it is. Um, and I'm not going to go back and find it again, or I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do this. And in your mind, it already knows you're not going to do it because you lied about this so many times before. Let's break the cycle. Let's break the cycle. If you want to break the cycle, the power is in you. The ability is in you to be able to break the cycle of lying to yourself. I mentioned on the last program that uh, Kenny Foreman Jr. had made a statement. And he says, be honest with yourself and be honest with God. If you can't be honest with yourself, you will never be honest with God. I mean, you know, you'll promise God all these things and nothing will ever happen because you already know that you're a liar and your intentions, your intentions were, weren't, weren't really able to get you there. And now what happens is this, is that you can get to a place, you can go to that place, even right now where there's a determination in you that the Bible says, judge yourself, judge yourself so that you don't have to be judged the way that the world is judged. And in this, you can stop being a hypocrite. He says here in verse five, he says, uh, first cast out, cast out the beam, cast out, stop it, uh, uh, get rid of it, take it out, drive it out by violence, whatever it is that you have to do, you just determine this is who it is that I am. Most of the time we say, I know who I am. I'm a son of God. I'm a kingdom citizen. And we go through all of those gyrations and they mean absolutely nothing. Why is that? Because you don't even know what it is. You have not submitted your total will. You have not submitted your total will, total life to 
the uh to the sovereignty of almighty god as king and lord over your life because the spirit of god on the inside of you this is what seeking first the kingdom of god is i seek to yield my life to the sovereign will of god and not for me to choose what is good and what is bad Remember, we talked about the garden. We talked about that was Eve's problem. That was Adam's problem. That's what it was that they did. They chose, this is good for me. This is good to my eyes. This is good to what it is that I feel. Oh, yeah, it looks like it's going to make me the way that I want to be. Remaking yourself after he has already created you in his image and after his likeness. He has already put perfection on the inside of you. He has already put that and that word perfection, as I use that word perfection, that means the ability to be oneness with him. The kingdom of God, seeking first the kingdom of God and uh, seeking first the kingdom of God is saying, I am one with his will. I am one with his ways. I am one with his choices, whether death happens, whether my auntie, my mother, my brother, my husband, my sister, my cousin, whether I lose everything in life, all of those things, God and his sovereignty knows how to do what needs to be done in me and with me. I have lost everything uh, three times. And uh, I, my, my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, my aunts, uh, uh, all of them are gone. Okay. My generation and my family, there's just me or there's a, uh, I have a cousin, uh, but not one that's, that's, that's serving God or whatever it is. And I don't see him very often or whatever. And I'm sure I have other cousins around, but we're not, uh, I don't know them and they don't know me. So any family family support comes from children uh uh nieces that uh i have adopted and you know nieces are that are that are like daughters and and that are daughters to me and 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 all of that but the thing of it is is this i don't resent any of it i do not resent any of it every now and then the feeling comes gee it would be nice to share this with my mother gee it would be nice to share this with this person gee it would be nice to share it but you know what they're doing other things or they're gone and so i will god i know that you have someone that i can share this with and so then what happens is i get to pour these things out to you i get to pour out to you the fact that god has placed us in time and God has done everything that he is ever going to do. And now you get a chance to walk into, we get the opportunity to walk into the future, the thing that he has planned. Remember, God is outside of time. We are in time. We're in time for a certain length of time. And as we go through this, we walk into this. I'm just walking into things that have been waiting for me. There are things that are waiting for you to be honest with yourself, honest with God enough to stop being a hypocrite. The Bible says that a double-minded man, that a hypocrite, one that pretends to be this and then is this, and one that pretends to be this and this is this, one that's up and down and all around, that they receive nothing. And I started to look at that and I was wondering why, how? Well, what happens is this, when here it is, I'm in this place, I'm in this stable place, and here it is, this is coming towards me. And all of a sudden, here it is, I'm changing. My mind changes and I'm going over here. My mind changes and I'm going over here. 
my mind changes and I'm going over here and I keep missing the opportunities. I keep missing what it is that he has laid out for me. Why do I keep missing those things? It's because of the choices and the things that I have made. So what I want you to do, what we all need to do, what we all have the opportunity to do is to choose today how it is that you're going to live. Now, listen to this. He says, give not what is holy. That word is uh, uh, hagios. Okay. And that is what is sacred. What is morally blameless, morally blameless. Give not that thing. What is consecrated. You see, I'm not going to give the wisdom that is consecrated unto God. I'm not going to give the emotion that is consecrated unto God. I am not going to give that oneness, that oneness with God. I am not going to separate that oneness with him for anything. That's how important that it, it can be with you. I'm not going to say it needs to be because I'm not judging you. But I found out that was the thing. And any time that I get away from realizing that God is sovereign, that as I and I'm I, I right now I'm going through a number of physical uh, um, uh, challenges in my body and my eyes and my memory and my body. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. But I remember this also in his word. He says, I will renew your youth as the eagle. That sounds so great, doesn't it? But then when you studied the life of the eagle, you found out that the eagle has been torn down totally. The eagle is so weak and so dependent upon something and someone else that he can't care for himself before he rises. And that is where it is that we need to be. And this is another thing. He says, if you don't come to me as a little child, if you don't come to me dependent upon me and me alone as this little child, I can't take care of myself. I must believe my father. I must believe those that 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 are are, are to take care of me. This is the reason that he says that there's a special place for those that have mistreated uh, uh, abused and done all of these things to children. Okay. I'm not going to go in there, but one of the things of it is, is this, because he says, we must come to him dependent upon him and him only. It doesn't mean dependent upon me and him. It doesn't mean that I don't work. It doesn't mean that I don't put these hands because the gift that is in me, the gift that is in me, the gift that is in me allows me to be able to serve others and as I serve others, what it is that was meant for me allows them to be able, allows others to be able to give into me. This is what Paul was saying. Here it is. I've served you with spiritual things. Now you serve me with natural things. This happens in, in the, um, in the unreal world, which is the natural world in which we live in. That's what I call it. The, un, uh, the unnatural world. And it as as well as the natural world, which is the spiritual world. And so here it is. This is the way that we are to live. When I, as a doctor in psychology, when I release the wisdom that I have for my clients, they pay me. 
Okay. This is the reason that I don't work on a job. I don't work for somebody else because they don't pay me what I'm worth. I, I used to have a discount program for believers. I mean, for Christians. And then they got, they were so cheap. They didn't, they even thought that was too high. And so what happened was uh, it, it, it's, you know, if I give, if I give services away, I do that, but I will not, I will not reduce my fee any longer. Why is that? Because I can't go away from it smiling. I cannot go away from it smiling. Those that I have, I have under those contracts, I will honor that. But if here it is, you do a job for someone and they're not smiling when you're completed and they're not smiling to pay you, I get excited to pay. I, um, I, I'll tell you this and, and, and I'm giving you stories that you can relate to. Last night uh, or last week or whatever it was, here it was, I was to go ahead and and uh, we're doing um, um, uh, a love and unity uh, thing in Canada. And here it was, I had received the information from my friend, my sweet, dear friend, Apostle Eddie. I'm being nice to him right now. And he told me when we were going and all of this. And so all of a sudden I get this urge, go online right now, bought your ticket. I always buy my plane tickets far in advance and I always fly first class. So uh, you said, why do you always fly first class? Because I want to, and I can afford it. God can afford it in me and through me. This is what, this is the way I fly, period. Okay. Any rate, so I go online and I look at all of these different things and then I see this one there and it's the time I want to get in. So I click it and then I go on and I click the one there and here it is that at the end of it, I put it on hold. 20 minutes later, I get this urge to go back online to look at the same fair. I look at the very same fair last night, not, I don't even know if it was 20 minutes after that fair was no longer there. It's as if it never existed, that it existed for one person. And that was for me. Today, I even call the airlines. I call them and ask them to find anything like that. He says, I don't know where you got this fare from, but it's good until tomorrow. I ticketed my ticket at that particular time. I said, nope, I'm ticketing it right now. Why is that? Because of who it is that I serve, because I am not the one paying for the ticket. He's paying for the ticket, the one that takes care of me. When he takes care of you, he, because uh, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, he makes everything turn the way he wants it to turn. This is Apostle, my time is up. This is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology saying, thank you for allowing me to come into your space. Thank you for inviting me into your space. And remember, if you want to get in touch with me, the information is on the screen and I will see you again next week when I am here to still tell it like it is. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.